Good afternoon. So here we are again today on a Thursday at four o'clock and I welcome you all to the JS Institute of Design session called Discover Design. Today we are going to talk with Manish Chopra on experience design with retail spaces. Munish has been an old hand at doing a, a lot of work in retail space. And let me just give a small background to what he's been doing. Um, his company is called Yellow Worldwide. Uh, he, of course, uh, grew up in Ludhiana, but studied in Delhi. Now, as a young man, he's been, of course, been very talented and uh, very, very involved with creative work. He was also uh, working already as a youngster with print design. And incidentally, his father is also a national awardee in print design, which was earlier uh, in place. But at this point of time, I'm not very sure these, these awards are being given out. Um, uh, he studied at... He did his PG of, in fashion communication from NIFT Delhi. Uh, following that, I do believe he worked in advertising and marketing um, and joined Benetton at some in the early stages of his career, working in visual merchandising and retail. That is when he talks about understanding organized retail. I'm sure that's a whole big area by itself. So we are not going to talk about that today. He's going to introduce us to what is experience design when you look at retail space. And that's what a lot of designers strive to do. Um, I'm going to um, also, he also mentioned to me yesterday that uh, he got to understand scientific retail. I didn't know there was something, some word called that, which is about uh, returns on investment per square inch. Now, I did not know people were really going into such nitty gritties. But beyond that, every bit of work that is done in design by people like Manish and, of course, other people who work in the area to make that retail experience something really worthwhile, it's all going to add on to the returns on investment. Uh, I'll go, I'm going to welcome Manish to talk a bit about a lot of his projects. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me uh, inform you that Whatever questions you may have regarding his his projects, his work, um, you may please note it down in the question and answer session in the chat box. Sorry, not in the chat box, in the question and answer box. And we will take it up after the session is over. In case if you have many, many more questions to follow, uh, to follow up on, we will be doing that and get in touch with you later. I'm also going to ask Munish to give us his contact points were probably uh, if you'd like to get in touch with him later. So Manish, that's for later, but let, let me invite you to talk about the kind of projects you've done. Uh, I'm aware of a few of them. So let's begin with, okay, let's have the next slide. Okay, the store called Malmal, which is a high-end boutique store. I see a visual over here, which in my mind is a lot of contrast. I mean, the, the whole theme seems to me like big contrast with the elements that are there. Would you help me understand what this is? So Manish. Yeah, hi, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So yeah, so let me talk about the store. Uh, if everybody knows that Malmal is a, an online uh, 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 clothing brand for women. It's a, a everyday wear brand which focuses on embroideries and pure cottons and handmade stuff. So this was the identity design project where we designed. They they wanted to come into offline retailers in the normal shops, and uh, <clears throat> and we wanted to bring in the elements of what the brand entailed. So yes, the contrast is there because uh, it had to be for a modern young woman. Uh, who wears, uh, who likes wearing traditional stuff, but in a modern taste. So if you notice uh, in this store, uh, we use the, check out this black and white flooring to heighten the drama and we use the natural materials and we juxtapose the two things together. And if you, if you further notice, uh, the, the, the racks themselves have a cane, uh, woven cane uh, effect to them. Rather, they are woven cane. Uh, so, so you get that handmade feel or that 
crafted feel to it so it's a high end online brand so it, uh, we wanted to keep it light they were so the store primarily is light with subtle hints of classiness here and there so this is what malmal uh, is so this is how we came about on this i also see a swing in the middle of the store what what, what are you trying to say through that so yeah so the, the how we came up with this uh, swing idea or how this whole store uh, concept is that it's a day wear where you just want to casually relax and uh, it's it's not a party wear it is not a night wear it's like a day wear when you with with you wear and relax or go meet friends and so it's the, the part of joy that comes along with it so we wanted to introduce joy uh, again uh, as i uh, say, say always that uh, we always design for emotions so these are the few small emotions that we wanted to exude over there so when they come they sense comfort and joy and uh, it's like you sitting there in a garden in a swing and, and enjoying the afternoon lazy afternoon so we wanted people to get lazy over here uh, because we wanted them to spend a time so this this also induced a bit of laziness over in the mm-hmm. in the atmosphere yeah okay next slide please so yeah so this is again uh, very interesting in this one yeah so uh, uh, so if you notice these uh, this is a very small store and we actually uh, uh, we didn't want it to look very heavy make it very heavy because we wanted to have that feeling of comfort and uh, uh, relaxed feeling uh, which the clothes also have pure cotton uh, uh, inspired from chicken curry so we kept the walls bare and so that they don't jump on you and the clothes or uh, the kurtas everything they they are highlighted and they uh, get the perfect cradle to be presented and that's why a very subtle elegance is there they just hung from a rod in this rod has a light in between inside it so the illumination is directly on it so we do, did not uh, light up the store like crazy wide or something so we had that mode lighting evening lighting or uh, late uh, uh, evening uh, sorry late afternoon early evening uh, thing plus another thing if you notice is that we also juxtaposed the traditional and the modern in this if you see uh, the image on the left with the with the table it is an art deco kind of a traditional table at the same time the flooring again is a modern the the uh, the store primarily is modern straight lines but at the same time it has curved edges so there is no sharp so everything is talking about comfort and uh, being latest chic at the same time having those traded tra- the traits of uh, Uh, uh our our indian heritage so that was the basic idea so yeah so and the greens obviously added to juxtapose so was yeah. there the purpose to have such green plants and flower variety over there What yes yeah exactly so the so the mm-hmm. idea is that uh, all these pieces they have to uh, like this space had to look like your own home or a garden too so the idea was that that you are there hanging out together at the same time the greens bring in the element of breathability with these these cotton kurtas are and they also bring out the relief and the contrast with the otherwise a very stark showroom so uh, so this green and floral and obviously they they're inspired from booties and chicken curry so we had to introduce some leaves and flowers and the green uh, also adds a bit of layering and uh, contrast for us right The next please okay now let's have a look at what we want to what answers the participants are going to give uh here we are talking about retail design since we have started on it what should retail design be about delightful experience for the customers should it be showcase of all varieties of products or discounts and sales so i'm going to wait what the answer would be and then munish i think <laughs> almost almost all of them have said they are looking for a good experience that's that's the basic nature it was always so actually that's nice nice to know that people think yeah. that okay let's go to the next uh, project of yours yeah the basic next project uh, sorry yes 
Yeah, no, carry on, carry on. I was talking about experience design. So yeah, let's let's first do this project, then I'll talk about it. Okay. So yeah. this is a store of Spread Spain, and we and uh, uh, I would like you to help us understand what is all this in the space. So, uh, so again, uh, so Spread Spain is basically one of the premium uh, home furnishing uh, bed linen brands of the country. Uh, they have uh, they have imported uh, import licenses of certain brands like Benetton. Esprit, Tom Taylor. At the same time, they have their own ranges of different kinds and varieties of uh, bed linen. So this is their experience center, so to say, wherein uh, the challenge uh, or the problem set that was presented to us is that how do I make sure that uh, everybody buys into my product more and the experiences. So we sat with the customer and we understood and discussed and told them that it has to be an experience center where a person can see and feel the brand and not the product and the idea basically so if you must have noticed that we have actually uh, put these uh, bed sheets and all the merchandise inside the cupboards which are closed otherwise so it was not about pushing the merchandise in the face and we we consciously together took a decision that there's no point displaying so much of merchandise it's about how the person feels over there so our promise to them was that when the customer comes here he will be delighted and he would want to spend a lot of time over here when he spends a lot of time and he'll experience the brand and then when he'll, he'll start engaging with the product, that's when you will bring the product out. So fortunately for us, that really helped, uh, that experience really helped. So uh, again, this store is also uh, peculiar in the sense that, uh, so they have a different kinds of uh, uh, products. So some of them are modern, some of them are traditional, some are solids. So we also juxtapose a lot of design languages so that each uh, each uh, brand's uh, personality comes out. And so a person doesn't need to see the product to make a mind. He can just see it and say, wow, this is a, okay, this is the kind of product that I want or don't want. Like, like this one, like this one. This one is basically uh, plain bed sheets. So now, and but how do you communicate that you have almost all the colors of the plain bed sheets? And then you also have some textures in the bed sheets. So, and... And they are comfortable and they are soft to touch. How do you communicate through this? So we said, okay, because planes, you don't need to sell. They sell just by the numbers. We just have to show them the uh, size set. Okay, this is the number of piece options we have. But at the same time, how do you communicate? Okay, why do you need to buy into all the kind of colors? Or why do you need, why, why, what is the difference between them? So that's where we devised this idea of having these color coordinated, these color blocked uh, cushions, these small custom cushions made in those fabrics. So they give you exude the idea of that we have a lot of colors at the same time. They're very comfortable and soft to touch. So we, without even touching it, you're tasting the product. So whole idea is that we are, we are always trying to generate sensory awareness and sensory experiences. At the same time, if you notice on the right, there's a sewing machine. And on the top, there are those embroidery rings. So again, embroidery, you associate with something being done on the fabric. So there is textures. So without saying, so people would know, okay, okay, they have something in textures also. Or if I have missed that solid, let me see what is there. So let me try and take that. So that is the kind of uh, experience also we are giving. At the same time, we are giving a brick solution again. Uh, as we uh, as as we say that if, uh, the design has to solve a purpose and be for a reason, and uh, so in a design everything has to be for a reason. So, uh, so uh, we simply say at our place that everything for a reason and a reason for everything. So it's not that I will say okay, I just like those uh, rings and they are looking beautiful, so I'm putting it there. No. First, we say, okay, what is the idea? Why, why do we want to put it? And then let's put the ring. Then let's make it look beautiful. Correct. Right. idea. Uh, let's have the next slide, please. Oh, I, I really want you to explain this because this is a very, very delicately done trend. Yeah. So uh, again, uh, the client actually, uh, they have they were launching this washed cotton uh, uh, products. Now, washed cotton, and it's a very... Uh, product which is not a typical in nature because of uh, uh, washed out faded colors and everything the client this is inspired from uh, actually japanese uh, fabrics and textures and this is from uh, a lot of fabrics and detailings are from japan so this this client actually the the idea was to launch this product in a way that we are able to say all that at the same time we are able to say that it is modern cutting edge and at the same time it is comfortable and cozy 
and it's like wherein i would love to be in that bed and be in home and it would be in my home so that is why the whole idea was to give up in a present the merchandise in a fluffed up shape so if you notice uh, the hut was added the hut being the idea of home at the same time there was there was nice displays and photographs so we bring in brought in that warmth and homeliness inside the uh, showroom this small dis- display over here and and uh, so even the material that we chose even the material that we chose is not a normal material in this is that otherwise it's a very basic material but this material is an engineered board in which you see those stripes so you understand uh, okay that the uh, broadly it is just a uh, uh, wood board but when you see it closely you understand the subtle details and own nuances similarly if you notice on the shelves on the left there are dog ears now dog ears were added again as a style detail okay functional yet trend functional and trendy so the functionality at the same time comfortable uh, that aspect we wanted to push it out even if you uh, look at the slant so that that is again uh, it's a very kind of structure the shapes uh, and uh, homage to the japanese culture at the same time so yeah so this 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 by itself uh, uh, became a very nice and big category for the brand so whenever we talk about our designs we always say that okay uh, our success depends on what we did it uh, not what we did for the client but what the client did with what we did for him so our success depends over there so the real so real measure of very, you are being very humble and i believe this is a real story you must uh, let them know about what it means okay so uh, now if you notice that uh, that was a concept where in experience center the range was launched at the same time this is again spread now spread being a national brand they have multi- they are available in multiple stores they are also available in shop stock and so again this was the idea where we had to redesign the space there are there there is a lot of scientific at the same time emotional aspects to it so we actually redesigned the whole store, store this uh, space in shop stock and we if you notice we added the hut in the background to bring in the synergy and nice color coordinated uh, displays for bed sheets so that our product stands out the highlight of the store uh, besides the emotional part is that we actually ended up reducing the size of the store but at the same time ended up doubling the sales of the store so and uh, by reducing even the merchandise we actually doubled the sales just because of doing that scientific intelligent re- uh, design now the interesting story the most interesting story is that when we this was the first launch so we we when we came up with this concept we, we came up with this soft tie that you see on the bed and we call it hoopu so this is something we came up because we wanted to fill that space also with emotion again we are fighting on the left with another bed sheet or a bed linen brand on the right with another bed linen brand and all of them are there so how do you stand out but then uh, our product okay fine but at the same time the real connect always happens through emotions that we strongly believe so we put it came up with this uh, a uh, soft toy we called hubu and we just placed it in the showroom and we just thought okay we'll in our displays and again these displays because we wanted to showcase the uh, fabric so this is made in the same bed sheet fabric that the customer sells uh, so again so we we ended up putting it as a display and bringing in that warmth so it was like it's a matter of no time we just simply see that this, this young girl just walks in and uh, just sits on this bed takes a book and starts reading and without even saying anything it was such a pleasant uh, moment for us that okay what we were trying to do exude that emotion of being okay ah yeah i want this in my home and i want wow it's so nice and comfy it it just started coming through uh, from day one actually like and it was wonderful so that people were reacting to that and little children who are yeah. so genuine in their emotions Yes. they just act without having any intentions and so very quickly i'm going to show you the slides of the spread spain uh, which was exhibited at a trade fair right. um i i'm going to run through three slides and maybe i want you to help us understand what does this mean how did you bring such a big brand and the essence of it how did you bring all the flavor into a small stall at a at a exhibition hall <laughs> uh so uh, again this was uh, the exhibition in mumbai for for the it's a trade fair that they take part in where in again the buyers come in from different parts of the country uh so the challenge again was that okay we are we are doing some cutting edge work we are doing some nice we have multiple brands but at the same time how do we stand apart and how do we make an impact how do we 
uh, are uh, how do we keep enhancing and um, sticking to our image that we are uh, premium and and different that we are very a uh, thoughtful design brand so so in this stall what we did is we we built this whole structure in the shape of a home and a heart and we were in and we had these small gardens on the outside the bicycle kept there and you uh, so it's like we closed the entire stall like unlike other places where the stalls are open customers go they see the product we we closed the entire stall and just made a one big room and put a door on it like so we gave that homely feeling but nobody could see it from the outside so i have to come inside uh, to see the product so we we tried to make this outside really tempting uh, like like these uh, if you see these images on the uh, screen the bed and a bath so we wanted to say okay what is in bed so this color coordinated uh, turquoise and everything those are the windows of the house but now it was to uh, uh, generate curiosity i mean uh, so we we work on a principle called uh, aida uh, a i d a so uh, what aida stands for is attract inspire desire and act so so whole uh, concept is that at the first step you have to attract to the person who's walking by even in a, uh, even in a shop or a exhibition ideally uh, so any public space where you're doing installation also where so first thing is always attract so when they get attracted the next step is they have you have to generate interest so it's so it's from far because it's, you see the structure oh, it's a nice cute looking structure heart shape you get attracted you walk in you see these nice displays so that is where they start getting in, uh, inspired okay yeah this is nice oh yeah i should also take this this is this is oh wow this is a nice setup maybe i should also use it right so then that's from where the, the desire comes in when the desire comes in he walks inside the store and over he starts talking with the customer the service guy over there and inside again we have to make certain things or our displays or our presentation should be such that induces action now now in the whole process our measuring of design is in the action part how many people came in and how many people actually placed the orders or touched and gave inquiries Uh, if my action was not there my all the previous ones so the, uh, we call it a design failure actually so we say if the person doesn't reach the a in the end that means the design is not perfect we need to tweak it somewhere so for us it's a very very, very uh, joyful thing to see that when a customer comes in they come inside and they they want to spend time so even over here uh it is it is basically you are uh, inside a big uh, uh, so uh, so even in this exhibition what we did even we attack other emotions to it the premiumness or or uh, uh, because now you have to go to a special space to see the product that you start still feeling premium this is different this is special but so there is a great name to remember it's <laughs> easy to remember but we should not stop at aid we have to take it further into action yeah, and we so want to the next project which is supriti furnishing store i was really keen to uh, uh, ask you about certain furniture iconic styling of furniture i i believe right. if, if you could just go to the next slide as well perhaps munish would help us understand what is the theme behind this <laughs> so the earlier one please so uh... so this is a furnishing store uh, uh, for that we did for a client in chandigarh uh, she herself is a, actually a curtain designer and a stylist so she wanted to have a space of her own in the studio so uh, so so so, uh, so the challenge or uh, so big the, the client gave us a free hand and asked us okay how what it should be so we said okay let us interpret it what it should be and uh, so we came up with the whole concept now this being uh, one there was a big strong impact that this was in city beautiful chandigarh and uh, so we wanted to also to pay homage to that city uh, if you notice the brick texture you see it all if people who are familiar with chandigarh this is bahawalpur architecture and lake orbizur architecture so so we wanted to pay tribute to lake orbizur also over there at the same time uh, but this happens in the exteriors in chandigarh and we wanted to tell them okay in the interior also it can look good so this was the first time we never used to get these uh, brick cladings by right now you get them all over but we had to actually get a uh, wall made from uh, 
from uh, 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 real bricks because we never had cladding so we had to get a wall made and get that effect on that and then if you notice even the wood is raw and that is used in construction uh, generally and uh, so we have used used that wood over here again a very raw and very straight line gray colors uh, that is a very chandigarh chandigarh thing now coming back to the furniture again furniture clay corbusier is also known for furniture and uh, very functional at the same time very uh, so again this, so we designed these chairs and uh, we custom designed the tables and everything uh, to give in that style uh, element of style and comfort these are very comfortable chairs the ergonomics were never uh, our first rule is we never uh, we never uh, overlook the ergonomics for sure and over there how then but at the same time now we start bringing in style so these chairs were again if you look at this leg shape it is inspired from a very classical leg corbusier chair uh, so the if i'll i am sorry i'm not getting the name right now i'll tell you again so and at the same time now the whole idea was this store was actually uh, the whole concept of this store was that uh, what do furnishings do so we thought okay let's come up with a concept one okay we paying homage to the city so that's why we have those rocks inspired from rock garden and chandigarh and even uh, on the floor you can i, I don't know with if you guys can see it uh, at the same time the, the 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 concrete and the brick and the wood texture yeah you can see in that there so from from uh, chandigarh but so the, the whole idea was that what do what does a furnishing store do let's sell that concept so we came up with the idea of uh, that we make homes out of houses so 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 if you notice like like if you notice on this yellow wall on the right hand side you have this brick now brick is the early stage of a house when construction is happening that's when you're building a house right but when furnishings come in when we come in so that, that was also i'll just make another point that was if you see the ceiling is all bare and raw the ducts are hanging so that was all intentional uh, we have we know we had to really uh, go out of the way to make sure this happened in chandigarh uh, it was too early this is an old project and then uh, but at the same time this was adding to the rawness that okay but at the, the moment you look at that corner that furnished corner it is rich pure with those chandeliers lights and everything mirrors it is so you are able to tell a story within just few feet from from brick wall to completely finished right. and and then aesthetically done up with chandeliers and colors and uh, you know the kind of furniture put together extremely right. interesting so much of experience within a short small space oh uh, and here you are with another poll question let's see what the question is about i think the participants need to be ready so uh how will you highlight uniqueness of products and visual merchandising so yes we did talk a little bit about it is it focus lighting is it uh, arrow pointing to the product i mean is it saying this is a unique product or is it creative displays so let's see what our participants say <clears throat> okay okay so yes creative display has the highest crosser uh focus lighting too but of course very few people i think but somebody has said that if you actually point the arrow to a product saying this is the uniqueness of this product but i would think that perhaps there is a reason why it is so actually uh, honestly speaking all of them come together to make a great uh, vm uh, so yeah or uh, when we say arrow pointing to the product we can talk about the in store communication for that matter a creative display is display but lighting also plays a very critical role a lighting can make or break the whole display or the ambiance the setting so actually honestly all three are kind of important yes but creative displays they highlight it more they are able because they give you that liberty to convey what you want to convey 
uh, over a dead product so, and you bring in the life in the product through those stories of the creative displays right, right. And, and and this this i've heard a lot about so i'm going to ask you about this very iconic uh, space uh, at the particular store uh, especially and i want to hear the story about when you walked into the space the first time that you were to take on the project and yeah. i believe that you did not agree with a lot of things that were done at that time so can you just tell us what happened we'd really like to know how you started <laughs> yeah this is an interesting one again it's a it's a project uh, which we enjoyed doing a lot we enjoyed doing a lot at the same time it was a great a uh, place where we tested ourselves and the client a lot i mean so and i was actually pretty rude also at times to and said something really uh, <laughs> unwelcome about the existing store so if you see the before photograph uh, so that was how the store was so now jagdish store uh, everybody knows it's uh, like one of the most iconic furnishing stores in delhi uh, or rather in india and the location wise everything and so for forever they have been a white store i have nothing against white or something like that uh, but at the same time but they are they they were a store which was too clinical for us uh, i said when i entered in i said okay you are like where, what do i look at i mean I, i can only only look at some things lying here and there and a lot of white so it was a very clinical and a very uh, <clears throat> uh uh it was neat and tidy but that's what that what it is you know, what it was it was not at all warm <clears throat> so we sat down with the client it took us a lot of time and efforts to convince them because it was again what uh, they had never tried so we we suggested that let's go uh, from this uh, white to totally a black showroom and it was not just because it's not that i like the color black so we have a, we have a very strong reason for using that color in that particular showroom again for every project so if you must have noticed our most of our projects we have different done different kind of things so every project you have to think out of you actually not how you how you would say it or what you like or something uh, as i told you like the other day when you were talking our design philosophy philosophy at uh, <clears throat> that like two three design philosophies actually uh, one of the design philosophies is uh, win wig what is necessary is what yellow gives so that is one of the uh, designed philosophy so <clears throat> please have some water monish yeah i'm sorry thank you i know because you have been speaking you can yeah thanks a lot so anyways and uh, so <clears throat> so uh, so what is needed is what you get and so idea is that when when i walk into a premium store like a jagdish store you are selling premium furnishing so what i want to sell so i i told them that you are not selling any fabrics you are actually selling people beautiful homes mm-hmm. so let's start selling the dreams let's start selling the beautiful homes we actually i'm 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 as compliment the client they were uh, uh, they got on board okay we had our time we had to persuade them but they got on board and they were very spoiled. once on they were on and uh, that that's a brave decision you change the entire store uh, we hid all their products we said okay we we put them in the alley so it will, it's not a typical retail store otherwise in retail stores mostly the products are out we hid them in alleys we brought the displays out we said okay so let's start selling happy homes let's start selling uh, designer homes let's start selling concepts so each of the displays uh, we developed a lot of displays in the storeroom now and all this was enveloped by a black now why black it's a very important question even the flooring is black now and uh, why black so <clears throat> it's not that we, we like black basically if you notice the uh, black uh, color against black gets the best contrast and so we are a store which has a lot of colors right if you go back to the previous slide for once i'll just explain yeah so <clears throat> so if you look at the photograph of before it's the same products we did not change the product the store is the same but over here the ceiling the white ceiling is shouting at me the white really shouts black absorbs all the light it doesn't let my eye get distracted so over here in the showroom i'm only seeing the on the right hand photograph i'm only seeing the display and the product i'm not even seeing the ceiling as if it's not there and and that was the whole idea i told them you are not selling a fancy ceiling you are selling your products so your product has to be the hero i has to go to the product nothing else so that is where and it just helped that black is also associated with luxury and premium so yeah. that 
but again we went with a very minimalistic store okay now coming back to this one again if you look at this uh, this is this is a wallpaper section with this iconic logwood table and uh, so it's like you bring you're sitting in a cafe it's like so we we these are rich wood teak woods it's not that uh, we just use cheap woods over here because the whole store was very minimalistic and right right so we wanted to use this natural element as a style element now you come here you feel wow okay these guys have got taste and and even the wallpapers you are able to uh, roll the panels mix and match and you start interacting with them otherwise you have to say somebody has to come give a book so it becomes a very boring process so the whole store we the idea was to make it more engaging so that's where we call say experience right so the people and engagement should be there interaction should be there okay now like 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 this one now now in one go i am able to tell uh, so this one is actually selling colors and textures again so making an impact so they have a lot of solids but then they don't need those hangers big hangers but i need to communicate to my end consumer that okay if you have if you want a color most probably we have it over here so if you look at it they'll say oh wow they have all the colors another great aspect is now when they're choosing let's say a blue and then say oh yeah this this uh, purple is also good or oh yeah that that let why don't we try and green uh, uh, story also in another room right because when they come they come with a preset mind but when they go they have to go enriched so our spaces have to be really enriched that's when they would want to come again and feel feel nice again so that was the idea so all that all that concept that you worked on with where you have space and floors and lot of uh, availability of land Yeah. Here we come back to again a small fair, and you are trying to communicate the same richness, the same exoticness of the of the of the products. And what have you done here? So again, this is a, a ID display uh, that we again did for JS. Now, what do you so typically the idea is that JS uh, we had a problem set that people used to associate JS primarily with the. Uh, classical designs more and those classical uh, fabrics so the the client team must uh, came up to us with saying that we want to change that perception we want to showcase that we are modern we are young and we want to tell them yes we have a lot of options lot of colors we have everything so that's when we came up with this concept we, because there's no point showing products in a display the how many products will you show over there okay we will see the products ideas to tell a story again see stories sell products don't sell stories and emotions sell always so again if you look at it so we we decide we decided to use the fabrics and make everything around with fabrics and use interesting like floral fabrics the tree is made of fabric uh, the sofa is there the windmill is made of wallpaper the mountains are there so we are giving you idea of a variety and at the same time building a story and a scene around it okay come here you are in the wilderness enjoying and we have a comfortable cushion so we are telling a story that you can make anything with js if you have it in your mind so if they have the everything but can we show the next slide because i want you to also related to all this yeah okay so and again this one was the first one wherein we wanted to if you look at the uh, photograph on the bottom one uh, there was a inclined mirror with these uh, weird sofas mixed mix, mishmash colors and all again we wanted to say yeah you can taste take chances because at js we we have the right tools to help you take chances it's really modern inclined mirrors uh, on the floor uh, so it and it also garnered a lot of interest in you Uh, but at the same time if you look and there's a there's 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 a stall on the right this is the carpet stall now in the carpets it was all about products over here we just wanted the product to be the hero because they were launching a certain kind of products uh, of these carpets so if you notice a very simple uh, stall layout with the perfect so here, like here is the example of a good lighting if the lighting was not this way the carpet would not have looked that premium or dynamic so lighting adds a lot of drama the shadows so we don't light up the place we actually generate shadows and drama in the place that is the whole part of it so again now if you see uh, the two stalls are right next to each other the left one is nothing about the product but it is still selling product it is about the concept the whole idea of js what it is you you have multiple colors you have all kinds of fabrics so if you come to js all your dreams and visualization will be real but at the same time on the right we wanted to be focused on the product okay we have these kind of modern carpets now we wanted to take so ultimately the brief was said okay over here we want them the the viewer to take it that okay we have the modern carpet 
so uh, and over here we have to the, we have everything under sun most modern thing similarly like uh, we have this life size mood board that we created in another space so where a person could interact okay they have these coordinated modern fabrics so again uh, uh, we didn't we, so idea is that our spaces uh, should be selling themselves uh, we always say that a good design showroom is a sales person by itself the people who are there they are actually relationship managers or they are facilitators or fashion consultants for that matter but they are not sales people a good showroom is a sales person by itself so that's the whole idea in that so so yeah this is <clears throat> this is where we uh, uh, so we are we are going to take a break for your throat you know you've really been saying speaking and i'm sure it's troubling you so let's go to the poll question Okay, this question is on the window display since that's our next topic. And we are going to ask you, what makes a window display interesting? Is it the unique props? You know, the displays which are outside the showrooms that you normally see. So is it the unique props? Uh, is it about balanced colors? Or is it about any predominant theme? I know that most of you actually, I think that's the first thing that we look at when we passed by a store and many times you'll notice that many of us hang out around the windows trying to make up our minds about going in yeah and we are going to find out what our participants think yeah what should that window be all right so it is oh it's about predominant theme so they feel that you should have a theme that's going to catch your eye what right. do you say so basically uh, yes a theme uh, what we can say is along with the theme there has to be a story so any display window display to be engaging uh, again everything counts uh, a unique prop but then they are not the, the underlying thing they are they're not the most important thing if you have a unique prop it helps but the real thing is that how you are able to tell a story and the people are you are able to relate to people when they see a particular thing they are you able to uh, uh, get some emotion out of them maybe and we many times have these emotions that we decide okay we want these kind of emotions to come out of them when they come into this space we want these kind of emotions when they see this window display and that's when and that's when they start associating it with it at the same time that that's when it's very important to also Uh, make sure that your products are present and they are the heroes it's not that just the story is the hero so it's right. a fine balance in there yeah right so let's go to the window displays All so right. we have selected four window displays out of all your collection and i would like you to tell us one one prominent key feature of this window and okay. for and the other ones as well okay. sorry sorry can we go to the first one yes yeah. all right so the first one uh, we call it the, the undersea window actually Uh, internally we call it the undersea window uh, so the thing is that's the again uh, uh, this was a fun window we just wanted to introduce fun that lot of colors and fabrics can be fun again it was selling a lot of solid fabric these are all custom made uh, lamps in the shape of jelly beans you see the four are the starfish and there is a uh, hippopotamus or water horse and there's a mirror in the back uh, of this so you get that unlimited depth and in the front also there was a mirror of this display so you actually got infinity depth uh, over here and you were sitting and and it was a great selfie point and then we didn't need to say to anybody okay come here and click a photograph thus see i i always say your design has to be silent when you have to tell and sell your design that means it's not a good design so it has to sell itself right so yeah. we didn't do anything people wanted would come there and see oh wow this is a nice place to click a selfie and be there at the same time they got inspired by these uh, <clears throat> a beautiful uh, uh, color options that were available on these uh, uh, in the store so we were able to tell the story that we have different colors and everything and we have fun things that you can make out of it so yeah and the lamps actually were well received we were like we sold out i think in the one week itself <laughs> oh, they really look beautiful very very fun okay what about this window so okay this is another window uh, again this is uh, i feel uh, think see it's a very simple window per se if you look at it but if you look at it that's where the whole thought has gone into it uh, so this is uh, somewhere in the rainy season and bombay that was the focus and uh, 
so in in north india also people uh, start when when they use acs at that time they need a comforter or a small uh, a thin rasai rasai or something like uh, yeah. a yeah. also so the whole idea was to how to now sell that uh, and so the idea was that make, make it nice and light if you see it's nice and light so it doesn't feel heavy because otherwise winter it starts feeling heavy thickness so we made sure it is very minimal in nature when we presenting the product at the same time we just added this two bright umbrellas just to add that contrast drama and at the same time that sense of it is monsoon without me saying oh yeah it is monsoon it's raining it's going to get cold soon i'm saying that and yeah i can snuggle in it and then we have these snuggly slippers oh yeah i can snuggle and go take this quilt and slip and then we put a book and a and a and a uh, eyeglasses there with a coffee cup the whole saying that oh wow it is so comfy and cozy so again without me saying anything all this is being said so again when i look at it it just reminds me of uh, uh, two things either like uh, any place in bombay i'm sitting on a bench uh, on the beach side and it's bombay so we wanted to relate it to bombay also because this was getting launched in bombay also so this is the whole idea about this window and this is how we uh, started getting these uh, people to understand oh yeah they have these thin quilts which i can take and feel comfy oh yeah i can just sit sit cozy in the evening outside in my bench also in the balcony also and uh, just enjoy with a cup of coffee so then it is the ideas that people uh, have yeah. to generate yeah okay some very very bright colors um yeah. and young so i'm just going to add in few words yes young and colors and pink or is it feminine no <laughs> what is it so yeah okay so uh, so basically again uh, again uh, it's a display uh, wherein we wanted to address to the modern young girl who is uh, who who is feminine but at the same time has her own traits at the same time we didn't want it to be too overtly feminine but had that punch on the style so that's why the colors used a bright and it is not those subtle pinks and everything they are bold and bright so the whole idea is for a bold bright experimental young girl at the same time is also living with the family so the you get those subtle hints from those tapestries at the back the curtains at the back with those motifs so yeah so it is identity within the whole setup so uh, the whole inspiration was that we are uh, a joint family system over here so in a house you can create your own corner doesn't mean that you have to upset the whole house or your house is not like that so so again we were telling an idea through this and so it is girly by these subtle hints of this bicycle being there at the same time it is dreamy playful these uh, flowers over there so these these small details just added that to to the whole feel and then we may wanted to make it feminine but not too feminine as i said so it is not too feminine but at the same time it is feminine so it is it is a, a very nice and bright uh, well received window again yes it looks very beautiful uh, let's look at the next one okay i love this one so i mean i want you to explain to the participants yeah what is the subtlety in this all right so again this is again a beautiful window again this was done uh, if you remember we saw spread spain's washed cotton launch launch sometime back uh so this this window was done uh, after after some time to launch it properly and formally and this window was done to launch the wash cotton concept and the wash cotton concept has these uh, these japanese towels and these towels are also natural bamboo towels natural material and wash cotton is actually 100% uh, almost organic cotton uh non without any chemicals in everything so we wanted to get in the feel of it being cozy comfortable cute and you wanting to be spend the time over there kind of a feel so you just so it's and at the same time we wanted to heighten some kind of a drama that that okay we wanted to get the idea that this is natural so you see the plants bamboo is a plant based thing that is why every material is natural we did not paint it we did not even the rope we used for hanging it was not a steel wire or something the detailing when they used a cotton rope to hang it we said okay no we not going to hang it with anything synthetic over here or anything mixed or steel over man made over there so everything is natural and these hoobos we call these hoobos so hoobos are always there to exude those if you may not see those there are birds sitting on those uh, 
ledges. So it's like when you see in a window, these cats want to cuddle in this space. It's so comfy. So when, so that is the whole idea. You also want to cuddle in the space, and that is the whole idea. So so again, you're selling a whole idea of what a product and the mindset of that product is. Uh, being a washed cotton, natural, uh, comfortable, and uh, very relaxing. It is, <coughs> that, is, uh, that, that is what we try to get through this window, actually. Right. I think the presence of Hubu is really encouraging. Oh, yeah. Hubu yeah. always exudes emotions. He, <laughs> uh, it was, uh, it, incidentally, the client actually launched Hubu as a product and started selling it because there was so much demand. Everybody wanted a Hubu. Okay, so um, Munish, I'm going to now take you to the questions being asked by our viewers, and uh, I'm very sure that they would they would be keen to hear from you. Uh, sure. They have they would like to know. Okay, let me just check out where this is. Okay, so let me start with the first one. If you are ready, I think Munish, you should have a sip of water. I'm sorry to make you talk so much. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay, so Arjun asks, how much time did it take you to complete the project with Spread Home? So, uh, Fortunately, it was not very long, uh, but a typical project can, uh, depending on the needs and all, uh, can vary. But the uh, thing is, retail design has to be really fast. So you have to understand when you're getting into retail design, designing spaces for retail, mm. this comes at a premium. There's a rental component or there's a component of opportunity, business opportunity getting lost. So the longer the product project get delayed, uh, uh, most ex more expensive is it for the client, not only directly, but indirectly also. So generally around four, 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 four months, I think, uh, actually three months, actually three to four months we took from uh, zero to the stage we reached. So also con connected with Spread Spain. How much of a store's experience and feel should stay constant and timeless? And how much should continue to change and evolve? So, uh, <clears throat> so basically, when we say when you are in a retail store or any public environment, uh, I think uh, in a retail store, uh, you should always, when we are designing, you should be making components that can be changed occasionally and uh, frequently as frequently as possible so we like in spread spain every six months we do almost a complete overall with very minimal cost and bring in the new look feel of that season so it's again uh, everybody once you visited a store after two three times it starts getting boring and fitting so you have to change it and the elements of change can be the displays uh, or certain presentation ways and mechanisms uh, doesn't mean that you have to uh, redo the entire structure Right. So we have to play intelligently and that's where the design aspect in the initial part comes in. How do you make it modern and adaptable? I mean, uh, we can actually almost turn around 70%, 80% structure of even spread Spain for that matter without uh, the, just reconfiguring the existing material. So, so we have many, many questions, Manish. I'm going to quickly go through because I would like you to touch upon many questions that have come in. So Kanchi is asking, uh, and a very interesting one, how do you make the most out of experience design when the retail space has no specific target market? I mean, uh, really, I guess that is a confusion. So if you have had any such experience. Uh, no, actually, the experience, the confusion is always there. Uh, so what happened, like we've designed a couple of projects where the stakeholders or the owners uh, were not clear what they are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. uh, when, they, when you don't have, it's not that you never, it's never a case that you don't have a target market or audience. You have to just define it. It can be very wide audience. It can be like uh, something like a utility, so utility items. So grocery stores are also designed, right? Big bazaars of, of the world, lay marshes of the world, food halls of the world. They're also designed, right? So it is the, so it's not about, so there always is a target market. You have to understand, you have to define them in lots of ways. It is not just uh, uh, by the demographics. It can also be by kind of emotions that are the kind of uh, things that you relate to. Okay, uh, target market. Uh, a feminine, uh, uh, a girl would, a young girl would have a different preference than a forty-year-old uh, woman or a girl, right? So you have to understand that. So the moment you are, as a designer, our responsibility is to help the customer 
uh, as, uh, to, to consult them and help them come to this uh, design brief wherein they also understand the business. Because otherwise, you won't be able to do a justice to anybody. That's all. <laughs> so there's a question for you in visual merchandising. How okay. does one maximize the use of your visual merchandising budget? Okay, more than that, it's about the budget. So okay. do you have quick tips for this um, that one can incorporate in their work? So yeah, so, so it's very quick. So if you want to, so uh, you should have a full season's calendar. You should plan it in advance. And then you have to design it in a way that you can use the same props in different configurations uh, for a couple of windows. That's how you stretch your budget. So it's playing intelligently at the same time, making sure you highlight certain windows and certain off seasons. You don't, uh, you come up with the lesser budget windows. That's a very simple uh, process over there. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess it's also, you know, your experience where you can immediately understand how that happens. For the youngsters, you still will have to still go through that practical experience and work. Yes, uh, yes. Another question by, uh, very important question, very relevant question by Nopur. This is about life post lockdown. Okay. How do you think brands, shops and restaurants should revamp their store spaces in the current scenario where social distancing is the norm? <laughs> but also not compromise on the experience. Right. So... So yeah, okay. So uh, I think uh, uh, it's an interesting question. Yeah, obviously. So what yeah. is happening? That uh, what? How? How are you gonna revamp? Is that you have to again sense? Uh, so uh, every store owner has to start thinking of exuding confidence in his customer, in the sense that you have to make sure that they are comfortable coming in there and spending time in there. So your focus at this present time, again, as I told you, you always have to address certain emotions. This, this fear is also an emotion, right? The fear that, okay, I might get something. So they should feel, okay, this place is safe when I'm going there. So you should have visible signs of uh, uh, visible. When I say visible, that means uh, <clears throat> uh, even from outside, not only from inside. And even inside for that matter, we should have vis vis visible signs of that you are actually taking care uh, about uh, social distancing or hygiene or uh, disinfecting the products. Like you have a certain policy in place. So the, when the customer sees and comes there, okay, yeah, these guys are taking care. So then he will be relaxed. Then he will be able to enjoy the experience. So I think more or more on that, the stores re revamp has to happen on the operational and services aspect. And uh, obviously, uh, the displays uh, would be there. You should actually be heightening the displays more because a person can get more ideas over there without interacting with the product. So again, VM, I think now becomes even more important from the product point of view, wherein the product presentation, you have to now, you have to rest, uh, restrict touching, but at the same time, enhance selling. So now you have to uh, make sure that when, by just by looking at it, at it the person is able to make a decision. So those are the uh, challenges that you will have to start addressing now. So I'm sure many of you guys who are involved right now in working out these retail spaces, probably you can pick up the tips from here, from Munish himself. Okay, Kanchi and Vanika are asking, what about the utilization of space? I guess they've seen your, your visuals and your projects and they think there's a lot of space to play around with. Is it only about design or design with productivity and functionality? So actually, <clears throat> actually it is with productivity first and second design is design is the subset. Uh, where every space that has been designed, even if a large space, uh, again, like, like, like uh, I was giving you example of Bombay spread uh, shopper stop, the shopping shop that we did over there. As I told you, it was earlier, it used to be 800 square feet and we, we had to reduce it to 500 square feet. But at the same time, our productivity was doubled over there. The business was doubled just because of a proper display and scientific display. So we, we ensured the product merchandise is presented in the right manner. The displays are there. We added emotions through Hugu, Death Heart and everything. So yes, productivity is always uh, paramount. I mean, ultimately, <clears throat> it's all about business, guys. <laughs> Right. So I, Munish, you have so many questions. I think I'll have to send a whole pack to you, but we'll try to answer as many as possible. There's a very interesting question on how should we go about designing a space for products which are not very colorful 
or stylish. They are just functional office chairs. Oh, so how do we make them stand out? This is asked by Shubhangi. Okay, Shubhangi, nice question. Mm -hmm. uh, so I ultimately understand. Uh, again, you are never selling a product, as I told you. Uh, product is, uh, okay, you are selling a product, but you are always selling the idea behind the product. So a good design would always come up with the idea. Okay, so like in a, like in a case of an office chair setup, so you would say that, okay, how do I make the, the person make feel that this is his office or her office? How do I make those displays over there? So it feels like, okay, this the guy wants to take it. But at the same time, it is about when you have very, okay, I'll take it another uh, level. The, in case you're thinking that, okay, certain products are very plain, uh, old products. So look at the spread Spain's uh, uh, solids uh, display that we showed uh, a while back, wherein we had those rings and those cushions. It was a very plain old product, which was which, which just sells like, okay, this is the color, it's in packets, it's kept like that. So how do you, so that is how you actually end up uh, uh, innovating and making sure that a plain product can be made more desirable. Yeah. Thank you, Manish. I think... Uh... Very well, well answered. Um, I have another question for you. Do you provide any specific training to your workers to make and work on the different designs that you or the, you know, the projects, the, the outcomes that you come up with? So this uh, is getting your organization working to yeah. your designs. So, uh, so primarily, yes, uh, we follow a certain set of principles for ourselves from Yellow Worldwide. So when anybody who comes to us, we obviously, we have a very uh, strong set of beliefs that we believe in. As I told you, one of them is, so our, our motto is uh, make it, say it, do it better. Uh, and we don't say best, please note that, because we always say that best is the enemy of better. And you can always better something, but nothing can be best ever but I can always better something. So that is the approach that we have over here in, uh, in Yellow Worldwide. And we have, uh, as I told you, everything for a reason, a reason for everything. Just because I like color pink, I'm not going to use it. It is what is needed by the end consumer. So it is a very uh, uh, pragmatic, thought through design process. Again, uh, human, it's all behavior and human centric design. Uh, each and every product and project is uh, uh, ended up, it ends up getting a goal and a result, which is effect of our design, not not just purely in that, okay, how it should look and behave, but in, in the end, uh, did they like uh, in our in our in our spread showroom? We told them they'll be increase their business at least by fifty percent. That right. was the first commitment that we gave them to, and but it increased by hundred percent. So that is the kind of confidence over time when you will be working on these things, you will have it. So ideas end goal is what do you do through design? So design right. is the solution for correct. Us. So Munish, uh, a lot of people want to know how you work as a designer, and uh, I'm sure they are they they want to you know follow what you may have been doing as a practice. So yeah. do you, how do you stay in touch up to date with visual merchandise, merchandising trends yeah. and best practices? So, so what, do, what do you do? So I'm a lifelong student, actually. Mm -hmm. I still, uh, I, still um, I keep doing uh, some courses. Uh, still, I do courses, either offline, I do meet, I go for some meetings, some, somewhere in there. And I read a lot. I read a lot. I read uh, whatever the new technologies or whatever new design principles are coming. Guide. So, uh, so and I experiment a lot. It's just that, uh, so, so it's like, uh, I, I don't think I know everything. I don't know a lot, actually. That's the approach that I have. So, so education, I think, is a lifelong journey, especially in design, because you have you learn everything every day from so many places. Like if in my life journey, uh, what I am today is not just because I studied design or not just because of what I did. It has been uh, through so many experiences that I've had. So you get an opportunity to learn in every scenario. And that is also a YWW promise, Yellow Worldwide promise and a requirement uh, from our organization that there are two requirements. One requirement is uh, both of us should learn from each other. If both of us are not learning, we are not fit for each other. That means. And the second thing is that uh, uh, please fail. Uh, we want you to fail. Fail early, but fail early, fail fast. And we love failures. Actually, that's the only thing that makes us success because we take those bold decisions, mm -hmm. those chances. So be, be be prepared to fail. I think that's one advice that I can give everyone. Uh, don't be <clears throat> so. Keep keep studying, keep testing your education. Uh, be be humble, 
so that you can learn uh, humility is very important to learn at the same time be brave that's all oh monish i don't know if the corporate houses will be very happy to hear that please fail oh i don't think so but definitely what i see is you are certainly a professor in the making you'll make a great teacher i can sense, sense that uh i have there's a question which i too would like to but i you have to give it in one line if i can give you this question uh, ashima is asking what is scientific retail so uh, <clears throat> scientific retail is basically <clears throat> uh in one line okay uh, scientific retail is basically when you doing uh something with an agenda and you have to uh like the other day i was telling you about we have to Uh, design the space so that you get the optimum retain uh, return per square feet from a store so that is a good scientific retail when you design those scientific retail you get optimum return how do you make sure that within the space you have a better sell through so you uh, so it is about going through a lot of data actually we end up sitting with the customers doing a lot of data analysis so it is not just design so it, so a lot of dirty work is there so only 10% of it is design actually 80 90% of it is, it is hardcore preparation for that 10% that we are doing it right so uh, i i do want to uh, also inform the participants that the reason why we have brought munish to you today is uh, i think because we want to let you know that there is so much so much to learn uh, in the space that he is in this is retail space design it's about experience but beyond that there's a whole lot of learning about material about uh techniques technology that is one part but definitely knowing people understanding them knowing your customer the user preferences what do they want and ultimately it has to be an ida right the completion of all this should result in action by the customer for the brand so this is what uh, our whole uh, session has been about but before we go we'd like you to um, fill up a poll on the gs institute of design is completing the last round of interviews for the next batch for the next postgraduate program which is about to start soon uh, i'd like to know whether you'd be interested to uh, consider the program come and have a look at it ask us questions and come and see what kind of learning you will be experiencing uh, i'd like to thank manish sorry i keep on calling you manish i know it is monish but uh, i you know it it's so so much of your work so many years of work and you've taken us through all that every time putting forward a new point of view putting forward some tips for of course a lot of youngsters and talking about design with the enthusiasm which i always feel the design students must carry with them all their life you are a lifelong learner but you i also see you so generously share on all the information that you have the knowledge that you have and we'd love to so we do have uh, professionals and experts like munish he says don't call me an expert but you are one yes. to come and be the industry mentors for the students at jsid during the program so for example he would come in to give you feedback on a project that is going on and this is one of the best way to learn you know from a industry member who's really had deep deep experience thank you so much munish we will catch up with you soon and participants there are many participants whose questions we could not answer on the show but we will be replying to you we'll be in touch with you and feel free to come back to us if you have any further uh, munish where would you like to where would you like them to connect with you can can we pass on any inquiries if they have to you so sure we are always looking for interns and uh, everybody so actually uh, they can always uh, connect me with on my email i'm sure you guys can share it or you can connect me on linkedin uh, right. i don't know how to share the linkedin over here so But we will we will pass on the those queries to you and, and uh, actually, sure. they can connect me through you actually that will be awesome yes, yes. so well, thank you very much and i do hope participants you have learned something today not something i think you have learned a lot of things uh, come back to us next thursday same time we'll have we'll bring some more other things to know, uh, learn about 
So bye-bye. See you. Keep safe. And bye. Thanks, Neem. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.